قال رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وأحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي Oh my Lord, open for me my chest and ease for me my task and untie the knot from my tongue that they may understand my speech. Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ya jama'in Rabbi shrah li sadari wa yassir li amri wa hluluqudatam min lisani yafqahu qawli Rabbi zidna alma Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh My beautiful sisters, welcome to another episode of the Women of Quran Now podcast Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, my beautiful women of Quran now. I'm welcoming you to another episode. We are looking this week at Jews 5, and within Jews 5, we have selected Ayah 100 of Surah An-Nisa. So grab your mushaf, open it to Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 100, that is page 94, and let's follow along, inshallah. So, as always, we're going to first start with the recitation. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Wa man yuhajir fi sabilillahi yajid fil ardi muraghaman kathiran wasa'ah وَمَنْ يَخْرُجَ مِنْ بَيْتِهِ مُهَاجِرًا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ ثُمَّ يُدَرِكْهُ الْمَوْتُ فَقَدْ وَقَعَ أَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا Beautiful, beautiful ayah. Let's look at my notes. I have some notes for this ayah that I collected. So let's go there. Um, as always, I have a little bit of Ibn Kathir, Al-Sa'di. So that is what we are going to look at right now, inshallah. But first, I'm going to go ahead and read the um, the translation. Okay. So translation of Muslim Han, it says, He who emigrates from his home in the cause of Allah will find on earth many dwelling places and plenty to live by. And whosoever leaves his home as an immigrant unto Allah and his messenger and death overtakes him, his reward is then surely incumbent upon Allah. And Allah is ever oft forgiving, most merciful. Allahu Akbar. So let's look at this. Let's look at this more closely. So this ayah is talking about hijrah. And at the time, it was really talking about hijrah to Medina, leaving Mecca to Medina and joining the Prophet Muhammad in Medina. Um, when it says um, that if you, you know, whoever, you know, leaves, immigrates for the cause of Allah. So this is really important for the cause, for the cause of Allah. So this is looking at also intention. We are looking at um, the importance of intention um, in deeds, right? And when you do something, um, what is your intention? For what cause are you doing it? So that this is really important because it's highlighted here. So if you do it for the cause of Allah, right? For the pleasure of Allah, 
then Allah guarantees that you will find on earth many dwelling places and plenty to live by. And this means Allah will take uh, him, so this is according to uh, Qatada in the Tafsir ibn Kathir, it says, it means that Allah will take this person from misguidance to guidance and from poverty to richness. Allahu Akbar. And, who, and whosoever leaves his home as an immigrant unto Allah and his messenger and death overtakes him. So as you do that for the pleasure of Allah and then you don't even reach your destination because death overtakes you, which is outside your control. His reward is then surely incumbent upon Allah. This means whoever starts immigrating and dies on the way, he will acquire the reward of those who immigrate for Allah. Yeah, let me say that again. Whoever starts immigrating and dies on the way, he will acquire the reward of those who immigrate for Allah. So you started, you, you intended for Allah, but then Allah decided to take your soul before you reach your destination, before you completed the deed. He will still, that person will still get the reward of those who completed the deed, of those who actually immigrated and, and, and reached their destination. So this again highlights the power of intention. Because why is the person who did not make it to their destination, why would they get the same reward as the person who actually reached their destination? Because they intended, because they made the move, because this, whatever happened, was outside their control. They don't control death. But if Allah had not taken their soul, they would have continued with the, 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 with the, with the hijrah. And Allah knows that because Allah knows the hearts. And this is what intention is in the hearts. It starts with the heart, right? So in the two Sahih, along with the Musnad and Sunnan compilers, record that Umar, bin, uh, bin Umar ibn al-Khattab said, uh, said that the Messenger of Allah said, the reward of deeds depends upon the intentions. And every person will be rewarded according to what he has intended. So whoever emigrated to Allah and his messenger, then his immigration is for Allah and his messenger. And whoever emigrated for worldly benefits or for a woman to marry, his emigration is for what he emigrated for. This is so important for us, sisters. Uh, let me pause the tafsir here a little bit and, and, and reflect with you. Um, we live in a society now where traveling is made so easy. Um, people are going, like, the, the borders are almost no borders, right? Things are made really easy to go from one country to another. You have, for instance, the European Union, where, you know, people from those, from those countries can go from one country to another without having to apply for a visa, for instance. You have also, even in West Africa, you have ECOWAS, same thing. Uh, so citizens of those countries can go um, from one place to another without requiring, you know, without asking for a visa. They could stay up to three months. Uh, then you have the United States. Of course, it's one country, but it has different states. And you can go from one state to another without asking for a visa. So my point here is that, um, and even between countries, between Canada and the U.S., for instance, you don't need a visa to just go for a couple of weeks. Um, and so the whole point here is that traveling has been made much easier. Um, people are able to go left and right. And so as Muslims, as believers, 
before we get on that plane, before we click on that flight online and try to go somewhere, um, or before we move to another country, these are really things to ask ourselves um, about why am I going there? Why am I going there? And the reality is I have seen a lot of people um, mention to me that they want to move to the U.S. so badly that there's nothing in their own country. There's nothing. They say there's nothing here. You cannot make it here. There's absolutely nothing. And they just want to move to to America. America is like that land of opportunity in their eyes. And everybody who go there, they, they see those people to be successful. And so the youth is not even thinking about doing something in their own land. No, no, no. They are just focused on uh, on the United States and they will risk their lives. They will go through Brazil. They will walk from Brazil all the way to the U.S. They would, um, I mean, I personally know a few people who actually did that. And one person said to us that he would never recommend anybody to go through that. So they are Muslims, right? And they go through these illegal ways, really, to enter a country where they think everything is going to be opportunity for them. But did they do this for Allah? What was their intention? What was their intention? Because look at this. It says, whoever emigrated to Allah and his messenger then his immigration is for Allah and his messenger. And whoever immigrated for worldly benefits or for a woman to marry, his immigration is for what he immigrated for. So when we risk our lives, when these people risk their lives and they go and they and they and all they dream about is just to go to the U.S. and, and work and make, and make money, that's a lot of energy and time out of their lives that is spent that may not be for Allah. And then there's no reward for the Akhirah for that. SubhanAllah. Because it's purely for worldly benefits. But for those who, for some reason, maybe they intended for Allah, then they'll get their reward for Allah. But again, they have to find, they have to look at the means through which they go. Are they entering the country illegally? Because we cannot do something illegal for the pleasure of Allah. Right? So it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole topic, but my, um, yeah, my reflections took me there. That's what the double does. It takes you everywhere. But it's, it's really a question to ask ourselves, not only even in the case of traveling, because, I, you know, like it's talking about migration to Allah, but we, we immigrate to Allah in, in various ways. When we, um, when we leave something that is haram for something that is halal, that is um, that is a type of hijrah, right? So um, without even going physically somewhere, you could do hijrah, you know, from something that is haram to something that is halal. So it's really important for us to ask ourselves, why? Why am I doing this? So that we make sure that our intention is for Allah. Uh, the tafsir continues with another hadith in the Tusahih. It is recorded that a man killed 99 people and completed the number 100 when he killed a worshiper. He then asked a scholar if he has a chance to repent. The scholar said, what prevents you from repentance? The scholar told the killer to emigrate from his land to another land where Allah is worshipped. 
When he left his land and started on the migration on the other land, death overtook him on the way. The angels of mercy and the angels of torment disputed about the man, whereas the former said that he went out in repentance, while the latter said that he did not arrive at his destination. They were commanded to measure the distance between the two lands, and to whichever land he is closer to, he will be considered part of that land. Allah commanded that the righteous land move closer, and the land of evil move farther. The angels found that he died closer to the land that he intended to immigrate to by a handspan, and thus the angels of mercy captured his soul. SubhanAllah. In another narration, when death came to that man, he moved his chest towards the righteous village that he emigrated to. So this hadith is full of gems, and it would take I could take a whole I could take a whole session just for this hadith. There are so many gems for us, but let's just think about let's just focus on of, of, on a few points. The fact is, the solution was to change the environment for the sake of Allah. He wanted tawbah. He he was in his heart wanted to change for the pleasure of Allah. He wanted to change his ways. And so they told him, no, you cannot just do that spiritually. You also have to do it physically. So sometimes, sometimes when we want to leave haram for halal, we also have to do something physical. We have to leave physically the environment where the haram is to another environment that is more conducive to halal. So there is spiritual... <laughs> movement and there's also physical movement here that is happening and also from this hadith we know that he didn't have to actually arrive at his destination from the moment that he had the intention and that he started that's it that's all that's all he needed and as Saadi says when it comes to the had the same ayah he said that is because he intended and decided and he took the first step and started to take action by Allah's mercy towards him and others like him, he will give them the reward in full, even if they did not complete the action. This is an amazing ayah, sisters. I don't know what you think about it, but for me, it is full of hope. It is encouraging. It is motivating me to set up beautiful intentions for myself because I have nothing whatsoever to lose when I do that. I don't have to wait for the result. I don't have to be uh, result focus because the results are not in my hand just like he didn't know he was going to die there's so many things that are not in our control but what we can do is intend for Allah and so the question that I leave you with is you know what step what first step did you take what did you start and why did you do it right because intention decision Action towards pleasing Allah equals the record being the, the your record being um, registered for that deed, right? Like it will be registered in your record. And so, what do we wait for? Like, what are we? What's preventing us from intended intending beautiful actions for the pleasure of Allah? And you could do it in everything, in everything, because. Ibadah is really a way of life. In anything that you do, you could just think, how can I start doing this for the pleasure of Allah? How can I intend this deed to please Allah? Subhanallah. May Allah grant us beautiful intentions that are accepted, followed by beautiful actions that are pleasing to Him. 
Allahumma salli wa sallim ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Any good is, for, is from him, any mistake is from him. May Allah forgive me. Wallahu ta'ala alam. And until next week for a new juice, a new episode, new reflections, bi-idhnillah. Subhanak Allahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين